Last time on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck! Roxy and Calliope finish their conversation only for Rose to show up. Calliope sends both mom daughters away before Lord Ingwood can find them. Roxy then escapes from jail using a ring given to her by CD that allows her to turn invisible and incorporeal. A void ring! She's also given a task by the Connacy, but Roxy says that's impossible, so fuck it. Derek confronts AR, and he finally says that he hates AR because he hates seeing a mirror of him. AR convinces Dirk not to kill him, and finally prototype him. This sadly happens after Gamsey throws Equius' body into the sprite, thus making Arquius sprite. Jake talks with Caliborn and almost become friends. Very gay friends. Caliborn gives Jake his half of his and his sister's juju. Meanwhile, a very sad Jane gets the code for Calliope's side of the juju from Calliope in the past. It just makes her sadder. Jake gives Jane his half of the juju as an apology. Jane then combines the two, making a giant sucker, which she licks because she can't help it, turning on trickster mode. Soon, Jake and Roxy fall under its spell, and also a huge talk of racism in comics, and Dirk has also just been infected. Now, we continue with trickster mode. I'm sorry. Hello everyone, welcome to Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. I'm Ashley. Uh, I'm Molly. Uh, Ashley, listen, I... It's been a bit uh, since we recorded this, and... Yeah. Uh, like, I, I vaguely recall that things got... Like, really bad and shitty and, like, really vaguely racist. Uh, it, got for, to, yeah, it got a little tricky there. Was, uh... Was that real? Are we... Is that... Yeah, no, that's real. <sighs> but maybe, like Dirk, we can escape to the side. But it just sends you back! I just did the game again, it sent me back! And now you're here, and recording a I'm podcast here, again. recording, let me tell you about Homestuck. <sighs> if, if, we were, if we thought ahead, we would have done the joke where... Because we left on this page, we would have just... Uh, got like, okay, let's... Okay, we were back from doing the game. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> that would have been the fun goof. That would have been the good goof, the smart goof. Uh, but but whenever, when, when have we ever done that? I was gonna say, as, as you know, I don't do the fun or smart goof. Yeah, we're in the middle of trickster mode. Uh, I've, I've thought a lot about it. And by a lot, I mean like I thought about it passively here and there. Uh, it's bad. It's bad. Uh, I still really like Jane and Roxy's look. And nothing else. None of it. None of it. Nope. Um, we left off on this page where Dirk is now all fitted up. Yeah. Okay, we got it. We got some people that we need to subscribe. Uh, so last time you did Jane and Roxy. Um, I was doing Jake and Dirk. 
and there's more we need to assign. Uh, there's the sprites. Yeah, there's the sprites. Do you want to do Arqueous Sprite? Uh, I'll do Arqueous Sprite. And I can try Aerosol. Okay. Uh, and I guess I'll do the minimal amount of Fafetta. There, there's like one. Yeah, there's line, like I, I see like two Fafetta lines. Do you want them? Nah, it's fine. Do you, are you sure? You sure you don't want to meow at the screen, Ashley? I mean, I can do that whenever. <laughs> you can do that my own time. I, I do love darling, sweet, precious Fafetta. Fefida, but I, so so good, so pure. But I think I will give the gift of Fefida to you. You're so generous. I know. Oh, and by the speaking of gifts, uh huh, I'm going to shame you publicly on the podcast, and by shame, I mean thank. Oh, uh, for getting me the rose dress as a gift. Yes, it's. I'm so again. I've said this a hundred thousand times. I'm so glad you like it. It's Christmas time right now, everybody. Um. It's you Christmas. Be, you won't be hearing this until probably June. Future Ashley here. Molly's about off, you know, a couple months, but still pretty dang good. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, Merry halfway Christmas. Um, yeah, I'm so glad you like it. You look great in it. Mm. Oh, thank you. Uh-huh. Um, All right. Hmm? Might as well just read. Yeah, I'm not... The, the thing about leaving off on this page is that it's so long, and it's in a bad part of Homestuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we had more time last time, we could have just powered through. Yeah. But we had... I had uh, outside obligations to attend to. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. The only... The, the best part about Trickster Mode... And there's very small. That's a very small list. Is that all the ads remain the same from when they made this? <laughs> oh yeah. So you get those old Depatico, uh, yeah, ads. Oh, they got the troll shirts. Yeah, they get. They finally got troll shirts. Yeah. Looks like they still have a lot of stuff on that site. I clicked the link. Yeah, I know they do. Huh. You think they would stop selling that since there's a whole other site for it now? But I guess not. They've got like three fucking websites to sell stuff now. Because they have this, and they have We Love Fine, and is What Pumpkin? Yeah. Yeah. What Pumpkin seems to be more, like, specific stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, prints and stuff. Okay. I think they've got, like, some hoodies and, like, t-shirts of just, like, logos. Gotcha. Yeah, Tabatico looks like it mostly has the books. Which, all of those are out of print, mostly. Oh, really? The third one is still in print, uh, but one and two are not. It's weird that this page still exists. Um, I, oh, I, I guess, I wanna... can you still buy these? Let's see. The shirts? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it looks like you can. Hmm. Wow. We, we have delayed long enough. We have, delayed, we have to do this. We have to do this. We have to read this fucking page. All right. Uh, uh. Yay! Whoopee! Oh god, that's not that's not Jake. Whoopee! Yeah! Uh. Come on, Dirk, dance for us. 
Oh yes, Drag, please do a dance. No. Derp, don't be a prude. Stop being such a silly tight ass and cut the rug. Yeah, Dirk, do the robot. No. Yeah, D Dirk, let's see you pope and lock. No. Dirk, Dirk, do the mush potato. No, I want to see the cabbage patches. Do a cabbage pack, Dirk. Absolutely not. Uh, uh, dude, this is heavily ridiculous. Your brain is impedible. Not even this asshole candy magic can lighten you up. I'm so motherfucking amused by this. Shut up. No, Dirk, he's right. Just give in to feeling good and dropping probs. I'm afraid he got hypo sugar oxy. His mind is as dense as my muscles are strong. By the way, would you like to feel my muscles, Roxy? Oh dear, pla. God damn it! Why did I listen to you? Nothing's changed. You may have merged with a sweaty horse guy, but you still sabotage me every chance you get. What's worse is you still actually believe you're helping me. What a crock of shit! I don't be so mean to him, Dirk. Your muscle sprite is fun and cool, and oh gee. She feels muscles look wow, he's ripped. The swoon. You heard the woman, Dirk. Quit stallion. Trot on over here and touch my goofed on muscles. For the last time, I'm not touching your stupid muscles. And Roxy, just so you know, if you hook up with my douche of a sprite, I'm gonna be hella pissed. Dag, the muscles are hard as heck. Then you gotta. You want ink on this action? Yes, I surely do. The rallying wonderful muscles. Jake, you simply must feel these this muscles. Bob, howdy. Dink your doppelhoos in this freaking cut. He's a truly man's man. Dirk, it seems my muscles are a hit. Are you absolutely not sure you won't feast your hands on this grade A beef? Please, someone, make it stop. Hey, I know. If Dirk wants to keep being a drag, then maybe Shade's MC Muscle Sprite wants to quadruple marry us instead. That's an idea. Wow, ladies. Let us not be hasty in excluding Dirk from our happy marital plans. Dirk, I have been wanting to say that before I sold all my problems, I was feeling so bad about things with you. But now that I'm happy and have the answer on how to make everyone happy... You, me, Roxy, and of course Jane, who was in love with me just like you. So I found out the best way to resolve romantic conflict is for everybody to marry each other. Will you Shay, pal, want to get married to me? Jake, I'm not marrying shit. And frankly, you've got some nerve floating down here babbling about marriage with that shit-eating grin and that dumb little pumpkin on your head. After the way you ditched me and ignored all my messages. You know what? If you didn't like me anymore and wanted to stop hanging out, then fine. I could handle that. But they just completely shut me out, like I didn't even deserve an explanation. It's just cowardly. Why couldn't you just man up and talk to me? You act like I don't have feelings, like I'm some kind of robot. Well, you're wrong. I do. And I'm using those feelings by starting to feel like you're actually kind of an asshole. So, whatever you were afraid to tell me before you're fucking sugar high, don't worry about it. I'll save you the trouble. It's over, Jake. Excuse me. 
Me, you there? Unsavory concoction of royalty and peasantry? Come group my humongous biceps. No bloody way. Yes, do it. Equius, why are you acting like such a huge-nothing toolbox? What the hell happened to you two? And why are you wearing that guy's lame glasses? Take those off, you have more bad style than that. There are no takers here, I see. Only a pair of grotesque Philistines blustering through the same coarse ignorance tunnel. But you, Miss Unpalatable Combination of Fafarian, and... Oh. Oh no. What? Meow. Dirk. Dirk. Dirk, help. I'm having a problem. What? Part of me is having a very strong emotional reaction, which I don't like. It's a part of myself I'm ashamed of. What part? The troll part. It did something shameful. I do not find such emotions to be an acceptable feature of this, my new existence. How can I make these feelings go away? Dirk, I command you, instruct me how to eliminate these emotions. Can't help you, bro. This is what you asked for. You said you were scared to not exist. Well, this is what it's like to keep on existing. Better figure out how to deal. No. That's awful. I don't know what to do. With all of my astounding strength, both muscular and cerebral, how can I be stymied so? Dying was better than having to live with the shame which was ironically caused by the very death in question. Equius, what the fuck are you talking about? You sea-dwelling mustard blood. Half of me commands the peasant half of you to resolve my emotion turmoil, while I'm requesting the noble half of you to do the same. The other half of me doesn't give a flying... Who to... But your lame cast bullshit. And just kind of freaking out internally about this. <laughs> wow, the heck. You might actually be more of a myth than me. I am fucking impressed. But yeah, talking it out when you got aims of reconciliation helps. Me and Fafari said kind of this abomination had a nice talk earlier, sorta. Say what you gotta say. Just don't mess with the Fafari part too much, okay, man? She's very dear to me. I mean, both parts of me. Got it? You're right. I'm a speaker. Nep it up. I swore that I'd protect you, but I failed. In a moment of weakness, my reverence for a superior got the better of me, and instead of standing up for you, I decided to bow before a stupid f juggalo or something. What? Wait, actually did that? What the fresh snickering is wrong with me? <laughs> I'm not a perfect man, Nepeta, nor am I a perfect, as you might say. What the fudge? A cat pun? Let's pull our sh together and dude. The emotional state is mad abysmal. But in any case, I hope we can find it within your kind olive pump biscuit to forgive. Nope! Gosh dang it! I didn't deserve to be forgiven. What am I even saying? The ch I pulled in you was so bad that I can't even. Hey, can you maybe wrap up this psychotic applause, you wretched freak? Wow, you're actually making me look like the model of mental health. Anyway, you're confusing for fairy side of her with your weird emotional baggage. Allow me to finish, sir, slash peon. For fairy, try not to listen to anything he says. You've had enough heartache to endure without him lumping in the pettest twisted relationship with this poor sucking muscle fuck. The pedo, you will disregard it. Any conversation directed at Fafari and focus solely on my attempted statements of contrition. 
Man, what right do you have to order the petter to do anything, let alone listen to your conflicted whining? <laughs> Fev, can you believe this guy? Do not adjust for fur when I'm talking to Nepeta. It's confusing to Nepeta, who is critical in absolving me of guilt, even though I probably don't deserve it. Fuck your absolutes, and I take back my advice. Stop talking to Nepeta and leave the fairy alone. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Ugh, I am not doing your dumbass yes and no shit. Uh, then leave us, for I and my morale have much to discuss. No, you flippin' don't. This conversation is over. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No, this has to stop. Can't you see we're tearing the feta apart? <laughs> Christ. I I do like that Dirk is still like, no, just... Yeah, no, fuck this. I don't fuck this. This sucks. All of you suck. <laughs> yeah, this sucks. All of you suck. Jake, we're breaking up. Fuck you. You're actually a huge asshole. <laughs> yeah, you're being a huge dick. Huh, next. And also, Equus going like, hey, I don't deserve to be... <laughs> yeah, I don't deserve to be forgiven. Which, true. True. You dumb motherfucker. Died horny. Uh, uh, uh oh. Fafetta seems to be. They're tearing her apart. She's got some problems. Next. Dear sweet Fafetta, explode! <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Next. Never got to hear her great great ship and talk. No. Huh? Gamzee's very surprised. Uh, tricksters alchemize. Oh boy! Molly, you ready for some Christmas? Oh, boy. Yeah, it, it said right there, oh, boy. Tis the season. Yeah. Uh, they're running around the... Uh, the Alche Kringle fucker. The Kringle fucker, <laughs> which is on top of the alchemeter. Yeah. Is there anything going on with this page except for this? No, uh, I do like that Dirk is still doing everything. <laughs> he just... <laughs> He's just too cool for it. Yeah. Next. You round up an assortment of ordinary household weaponry and begin to recreate a series of legendary weapons from the seven continents of the magical kingdom from Cherubian folklore. The name of the kingdom is a well-guarded secret, traded only by the cunning ninny wizards and hushed giggles. If you beheld the kingdom, if you even knew its name, you would understand stupidity no human ever has. For it is said that any mortal who listens to his melodiously, perfectly absurd syllables will achieve instantaneous dumb lightning. Each legendary Fuck that world building, stop. <laughs> God. Each legendary weapon is named as the continent it was created in, but no one in the kingdom knew which name belonged to which continent, not even the wizards. The subject freely asked each other which continent they're on, and as every conversation tends to sound like an Abacostello routine. Some even have speculated that the vaudevillian com comedy duel are the kingdom's morphosias. That's a matter of heat debate among the Federation of Baloney Scholars. So yeah, we're seeing the continents of, um, of Zilly, basically. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Every once in a while, a picture... You know the uh, frame that we've talked about a bunch where, like, Jade's thinking about furries or uh, Mina's thinking about herself? 
uh, there's a picture. Oh, Roxy's thinking about wizards. Or Roxy's thinking about wizards. Uh, there's the frame, except it's Caliborn thinking about world building. Yep. God. It's awful. And the best? <laughs> uh, next. They make the Warhammer of Zilly Who. Oh. One zillion. There she is. Fourth in the fives of Smiths of uh, Pipplemop, commissioned by the Sade Lord of the Wazanani Fiefdom in the realm of Snarly Fuzzergubbins. You made the Warhammer of Zillyhoo. That's weird. There already is one. Yeah. Next. Plucked from the reverend utensil drawer of none other than the chieftain of the Triddlefoot clan himself, polished by the gleam of his loincloth by devoted Akronin Buttersquire. Behold, the battle fork of Zilly What. Okay. So you can get it, Zilly Who, Zilly What. Yeah, Zilly Where. Jane's mm. getting pretty excited about the the spoon. The battle fork. Excuse you. Sorry, sorry. Next. Each was handcrafted by the seniorest artillery hermit of the hallowed uh, Shadowmoist Caves. Be mounted at times of peace upon the robe. Bowman's personal placard of Dwib. Lo, the flint locks of Zillyhow. Next. Swashed from the buckles of a rough trumbles belly jape seaman. <laughs> and offered atop the kingdom's last known wildly occurring pluffy dimble pillow. And the resplendent first rumble whiffy of the horse heater's administration. I give you the cutlass of Zillyware. So this would be Dirks if he gave a shit. Yeah, but also he, now he is just. Uh, we are seeing, uh, I think Jane floating above and Roxy floating below. Yeah, both their heads like out of frame. Yep. Next. Cast from the most prideful uh, squippy clink, or is mine from the. Famous whopping volcanoes owned and carried by the distinguished Maximilian Hot Pocket uh, Pucker Shuttle Jr. And then packed in the brim with the Alea Traveling Grief Miser's explosive Winklepork snuff. Ta-da! The blunderbuss of Zillywy! God. <laughs> Next. A real hard sword for a real hard dude. It was to be forwarded by a Japanese master of the heat of a roaring manga fire. It was cooled in the enchanted spring where virgin horses bathe. And yeah, this is still just Dirk's sword. <laughs> <laughs> what a payoff. God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good joke. Next. Like, all the tricksters who are, like, super excited are just kind of staring at it. And yes, just, it doesn't have a special name. It's just the Unbreakable Katana. Yep. Flippity dippity boo bop shabrava dobbly fobbly mumbly nimble coop pizzle bubble pizzle bubble mip 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 mip. Check it out. The Thistles of Zilly Witch. Holy shit. Next. These are Rose's wands. Yeah. For good measure, you decide to make Zilly Wave and Sawhoo. Just to be on the safe side. Someday you look back on this and say, Thank God I did that. What next? Oh, oh, do a fancy Santa. Are you sure that's really a good idea? 
Fancy Sam's already such a piece of shit. Maybe let's try not to get carried away and make it shit things even shittier than they need to be. Next. Okay, you made a silly Santa. Guess that's fine. As long as you only make one. So it's that shitty Santa Dirk had. Yeah. Uh, now it's just different colors. Next. Ah, oh, fuck, you made a bunch of Zilly Santas. They're everywhere. Uh, wee. Okay, kids, I think it's time we move this along, don't you? Hello? Fucking teens. <laughs> yeah, so they're playing, like, really awful Christmas music. Yeah. God damn it. Oh, God. We're just gonna zoom in forever on the Santa's nose, aren't we? Okay, we're done here. This is terrifying. It's terrifying. Uh, Santa changing colors with... Uh, Swirl eyes and, like, the Caliborn. Yeah. Like, uh, cheeks. Go back to Act 6, Act 5, Act 1. You return to the safety of Act 6, Act 5, Act 1. You finally slip out of the fabled Peterborough trance of the joke box and seize quaking in the food sandwich throws the goofer jester tongues, stubborn though they are. Let's never speak of Act 6, Act 5, Act 2 again. What the fuck? Huh? Just... What? What what? No! No. Yeah, so we went from Act 5, Act 2... Uh, Act 6, Act 5, Act 2 to Act 6, Act 5, Act 1. Yeah, we've retreated. Uh, so the frame is Jane trembling while holding that uh, fucking lollipop. Yeah. Uh, yikes, And there's, y'all. like, chains in the background. Yeah, black background, brown chains. Next. Uh, do you want to take over Caliborn? Yeah, sure. Please don't type in the narrative prompt. You can't fucking do that. Do what? Go backwards. This isn't backwards, stupid. It's forwards. After all that trickster shit happened. No, I mean... Backwards by an act. Or I guess an act, act, act. I hate all the things I'm forced to say and acknowledge as real because of you. I can go back all the act, act, acts I want. The act, act, acts are kind of meaningless anyway. Besides, Trickter Mode was getting obnoxious. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No. Yeah. No. Let's not do this aqueous yes-no thing. It was great. It was the best thing I ever unlocked from your bullshit monitors. Don't erase the only awesome thing I ever saw these assholes do, aside from dying. What are you talking about? I didn't erase it. It's still a thing that happened. Do you really think I have the power to make something unhappen? I would have to be a wizard to do that. We all... We both know perfectly well magic is fake as shit. I want to see more candy antics, you awful fuck. Send me back forward to the next act, act, act. No way. And incidentally, I didn't authorize you to send that lollipop. Oh, what? You don't approve of my juju? Approve of kids doing uh, doing something kind of like drugs and making dumb plans to get quadruple married and have babies? No. I don't approve of that. Besides, there's that's no way to make progress. You don't just give the heroes some cheap game-breaking candy to blast the whole 
inventor and all their personal issues. That's some deuce sex machinima sh shit you're trying to pull. Yeah, right. More like delicious ex machina. Lame. Go back. No. I mean back forward. No. Go back forward to act, 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 whatever. No. I want to see them finish their candy rump. Nope. Yes. Nope. Yes. No. Yes. No. You piece of shit. <laughs> the next command is fuck you. Next. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. God, not this again. Stop making the thing go backwards. Why did Gamesy have to give you that crowbar? Ugh, I should have killed him a long time ago. Fucking clowns, though. This atrocious garbage you're making me watch is never ending enough without making me go backwards through acts. You are literally the most incompetent asshole at doing this. Whatever this is, whoever fucking lived. Put the crowbar down. No. Good grief, poor Jane. Stop horsing around and tell me how to get on with my god-awful quest already. Okay, fine. The spoiled baby gets his bottle yet again. Just put the thing down. Next. Whew. God. Uh, Caliborn was actually using the crowbar to hit the panel and it was getting slammed around with a horrible clanking noise. I hope you don't need anything from the backup on that one, cause... No. No. Fine. Now what? Caliborn, first let me explain something to you. I guess it falls on me to teach you these life lessons because as unpleasant as the idea is for both of us, I'm the closest thing you'll ever have to a father. You see, teenagers are sensitive and beautiful creatures. Well, not you. You're repulsive. But most teenagers, I mean. You can't just force them to sell their issues with insane psychotropic game power-ups. They have to face all those issues themselves, or they'll never learn and grow as people. Who cares? Well, you don't. But human beings do. The journey itself is more important than the destination. The struggle is what builds characters and teaches us about ourselves and about life. Bullshit! I did them all a favor by giving them my juju. They were going nowhere and being stupid and doing literally nothing whatsoever except for wallowing in grotesque emotions. Look how much great stuff they got done because of me. Of course you think you were doing them a favor. You're an alien. So's your sister, but she thought that Juju would be a great boon for them as well, but she was wrong. See, you cherubs are predisposed to love all this trickster crap. All that goofy, squeaky, candy coat nonsense is a critical part of your people's mythos. The Sugarland Zilly Junk sort of embodies a unified field of absurd platonic ideas to the cherubs. So when you see expressions of it in reality, of course you're gonna go ape shit. That kind of stuff is freakish and disturbing to humans. They aren't our ideals. What? Furthermore, that could only be seen as a boon from an asocial species. You never deal with other people. So if you lick a magic lollipop that flips a switch to your brain that says, All my problems are solved! I guess maybe that's fine for chairs, but if you're a human, you actually haven't solved anything. 
By the same logic, it's not much of a boon to humans' physical journey either. Use an ion that lets them start maniacally powering from point A to point B isn't doing them any favors. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's like when Mario gets the star. You know when Mario gets the star? Who the fuck is Mario? He's a small Italian plumber who goes on sideways adventures. Uh, he jumps on stuff and bops bricks with his head to save a princess. What's Italian? What's a plumber? Never mind what an Italian is, it's just a kind of guy on earth. A plumber is a guy who fixes load gapers. What's a load gaper? Shut up. Anyway, sometimes when Mario's running sideways, he gets a star that makes him magic and invincible. Oh, you mean he becomes Trickster Mario. Yes, but less stupid. So for a while, he becomes flashy and hyperactive and nothing challenging anymore. He just starts bailing over mushrooms and leaping over pits as fast as he can. He gets to the end and jumps on the flagpole and that's it. Mario wins. But the point is, he didn't really win. Magic Star is really actually devastating to his development as a human being. Why? Because he skipped over many critical trials on his spiritual journey. Mario needs to stomp on all those mushrooms. He needs to bonk those bricks in his head for the sake of his own personal growth. And by using the star, he just... He's denying himself many powerful moments of catharsis. Uh. Well, I don't know. Maybe Mario isn't the best example. He, I, like, I'm not sure if Mario really even has a soul. He's just kind of a one-dimensional, friendly cartoon plumber. So maybe that stuff doesn't really quite apply to him. But th these aren't one-dimensional plumbers we're talking about here. These are teens. And as we all know, teens have big feelings. I can't take any more of this. The discourse with you has been even more grating and unpalatable than usual. You said you'd help me speed up my quest, but all you did was trick me into hearing another conversation in which you indulge yourself to an extent which I cannot even believe. I'm gonna hit things like crowbar again. No, don't. James still nursing a wicked hangover, you ass. Then be useful to me. Very quickly. There's Trickster Mario. Oh my god. Oh my god. No. Yeah. <coughs> and also, there's Andrew Hussey just kind of laying out the, like, no, don't fucking... <laughs> yeah, don't listen. We have a long way to go. And I, I definitely feel like this was, like, people were like, you know, like, oh, just wouldn't be great if just all their problems were solved. Like, no, like, that actually isn't... <laughs> yeah, like, no, there's there's nothing in that. Yeah, if I just went like, oh, and they're happy now. There's there's no emotional release. No. You're not getting anything out of it. Yeah. Um, next. I think I've been forced to unlock these screens and view these pointless events long enough. My quest is dumb. I wouldn't know how to get on with the real adventure. Has it occurred to you that your quest in its limitless tedium has thankful busy work was designed to facilitate your personal growth? To prepare you for the ultimate destiny beyond this game? No. Anyway, didn't you say one time I was incapable of growing? Alright. Well, uh, has it occurred to you that it might be designed to fuck with your head and serve as punishment for being a horrible little child? Yes. Yes. That occurs to me every second I think about it. 
I have tolerated many aggravations and am prepared to tolerate many more if it gets me closer to triumphing over you and this moronic game. I will find more keys under random ass unlabeled stones. I will watch another million hours of numbskulls whimpering about their romance not coming through. I will even endure more of these patently ludicrous act, 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 acts, even though they appear to be nothing at all. But I will not stand for is going fucking backwards. Fair enough. But I told you how to accelerate your viewing. What? When? See those two planes of glass there? Take your crowbar and smash them. Oh, yeah. Ugh, I forgot. Is that really the only way to go to what's next? So that I can put my plans in motion? Yeah, you should be pleased by the irony. Smashing the glass will cause you to reflect upon the lifetimes you have to spend, um, breaking stuff. What? Is the irony not fucking delicious? No. Stop trying to bogart my stick of playing insidious mind games and doing city twists. You suck at it so bad. I'm sorry. I'm not breaking the glass I mind. This is the thing that involves... Teamwork, right? Yep. You and your buddy have to turn both keys simultaneously. It'll teach you a wonderful lesson about life. Fuck! Don't act like you aren't secretly having a great time there with your new friends. You're practically the ringmaster of your own little dark carnival by now. You're loving every minute of it. Don't deny it. No, I'm not. Sooner or later you'll have to face the fact that literally all adventures are about learning the values of teamwork. Teamwork and friendship. The two razor-sharp edges of the mighty Excalibur which every hero should keep in his scabbard. Even shitty heroes like you. Fine, I'll do it. But only because the alternative where I talk to you for even one more second would be so much worse. The narrative prompt has been locked. Huh. Hmm. I think Andrusty's talked before in the comic where that every story has to be about should be about teamwork and friendship. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. If he did, I don't remember it. We've been through a lot of homestuck. Yeah. Uh, Calborn, break glass. Oh, he's, he's ready. <laughs> oh, he's gonna do it. Next. Boy, you about to do it. <laughs> boy, he did it. Oh, boy, he did it. Next. <laughs> They're ready. Yeah, he and Gamzee each have a key. Or at least a keyhole. Next. Yeah. Oh, oh, they, they both got, got a keys. key. Uh, Caliborn and Gamzee engage. They're going to get married. They're going to get married. Three, two, one. Oh, they turn the keys. Oh, and we see uh, symbols. Yeah. And uh, the So heart and life. What were you saying, Ashley? Uh, no, I was just going to say that what the command is not the usual. No, now the command is... Uh, Equal sign, equal sign, greater than, equal sign, equal sign, greater than. Yeah, we got four symbols, and they don't look like, you know, kid symbols. They look like aspect symbols. Yeah, they're definitely aspect symbols. I mean, we know heart. 
uh, yeah. and and life. We've seen the, both of those. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen these other two. I think we know that Jake is the page of hope. Oh, okay, so that's the hope symbol. So that would mean the other one's void. Yes. Okay. Okay. Next. Next. Nice. Oh, fuck this. <laughs> Would you like to explain? Uh, okay, so now we've split into two parts. Uh, on the left side of the screen, we have uh, Dirk and Roxy with their own uh, next button. And then we have Jake and Jane with their own next button. And, uh, they're uh, both on the same screen. And yeah. the uh, web page is duplicated. Yes. Um, and the Dirk and Roxy have a purple barrier around their stuff. Yeah. And Durs uh, and Prospect. Yeah. Uh, and if you yeah. click on uh, Dirk and Roxy's, the next thing. Yeah. What well, the the next has like a little like upwards like arrow to it. Yeah. One of them is slanting up. Uh, it's not doing anything. Uh, it just brings you over. Oh. M- maybe if you have a big enough screen, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, no, it's not doing that for me. Because, I yeah, okay. I have a wider screen. Okay, then, yeah, that, I, my screen's pretty small. Okay, that's kind of cool. And so this will be good when we have, like, chat logs on these. Because you can just go up to the f- top. Ooh, okay. Yeah, but this is the X6, Act 5, Act 1, X2 combo! God. Uh, Pris came in here, looked at the screen, laughed at me, and then walked out. Great. Yep. Okay, let's go next. Uh, so we're going to have oh, a lot boy. Of, of... Yeah, all the kids are laid out. Seem to be nursing oh, hangover. quest beds. Yeah, well, they're on the quest slabs. Right, that, that are saw, inside like, the uh, moons. Yeah. Right, that's right. That's what the inside with the chains. We've never yep. seen the inside of Prospect, which is why I was confused. And probably why they did that. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be being these kids for a bit uh and they'll both they're all gonna be talking a bunch okay uh so who do you want to take uh i still i want to take dirk okay uh do you want to take roxy i'll take roxy uh and then take your pick on jake and jane um do you want to take jake no go for it Okay. Listen, there's no Jane voice. There's no Jane voice. There's no Jane voice. I'm sorry, everybody. Everybody listening, I'm really sorry. I, I know there are people who really like Jane, and I'm sorry. We're, I, I'm not those people yet. I'm yeah. not those people. I'm not like, those people. I've been trying. I want to... I want all the main characters to have, like, a cool voice. Um, I don't know what Jane's is. Yeah, it, it's hard. It's hard. Listen, hard guys, nobody this is understands. Hard. Voice acting is hard and nobody understands. Uh, yeah, but I'm ready when you are. Tomeus testified began pasturing gutsy gumshoe. Jane. Oh, wait, shit, this is going to be you and you. That won't work. Oh, nope. So I'll be Jane for this. Okay. I'll be Jane, and if we Let's get just, another... We'll reassign based on need. Mm-hmm. Jane. What? What happened to the lollipop? I dropped it. Next. Yeah, so that was over the two different... Yeah, so the first part, the first two lines are on the left. 
and then the second two lines there were on the right. It's interesting. Yeah. Dirk is frazzled as hell. Yeah. And, like, Jane is, like, every single thing that gets said hurts her. <laughs> yeah. I think it fell into the crypt. Good. Also, like, Dirk just ha- not having his regular hair. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Uh, I'll take Roxy. Okay. If you don't mind. Yeah, that's fine. No, I, you should you should always take Roxy. Golgotha's terror began pestering tipsy nostalgic. Roxy. Yeah, what? I take it by that disgruntled series of letters that you're feeling just about as cruddy as me and Jane right now. Yeah, Dick. Welcome to Hangar City. Population? Some extra chumps besides me for a change. Well, you know what they say about misery, and how it supposedly enjoys company. Uh, no it doesn't. It enjoys wet towel draped over its head. Less talking. <laughs> Point well taken. Uh, stop being so chipper, dude. Don't you feel like shit or not? Indubitably. Rest assured, it feels like a brood of anxious vermin is making its most valiant effort to escape from my skull. <laughs> Jake English with the hangover, everyone. Slow clap. Pardon? I just say if you're hungover for the first time, please do experience some justice. You're giving my suffering a bad name. I will say, the multicolored lights from my computer strobing directly into my eyeballs aren't helping them out of one freaking bit. Hang in my head. Not literally, because ow. Jake hears some sage advice from a veteran of substance abuse and its delirious, con- uh, deleterious consequences. Don't use your fucking scowl top when you got a hangover, you dork. Well, I wouldn't, but I just gave Jane my only other device. I don't know how many times I've told her to keep more than one computer on her, no matter what, in case of situations like this. Oh. I should want a computer. Who's she talking to now? I don't know. Maybe. She's not exactly talking to me at the moment. Not that I can blame her. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, Jake Dog, nobody wants to talk to you right now, my man. Yeah, you talked to Roxy. Like, you were like... Yeah, Roxy's about all you got. And, you know, like, Roxy is, like, on the, like, you know, like, laying down. Like, <laughs> Roxy's eyes like, closed. like, I can't fucking do anything else. And Jake is, huh. like, has a hand on his head that he had the skull top on, which does yep. seem like a bad thing to do. It seems like a bad thing for a hangover. Like, really bad. Next. Oh, boy. Okay, this is where it gets good then, huh? Yep. Cool. So, best birthday ever, or best fucking birthday ever? <laughs> In the interest of peace and the irony gods, let's go with the latter. Whatever role I played in ruining your party. Sorry about that. Oh, Lord, the last thing I give a shit about is my stupid sweet 16. What a farce. I was trying to act as if we were all living normal, well-adjusted lives. Albert in marvelous fancy settings populated by skeletons. And if only we could just have some cake and wore some hats and I blew the candles and one big puff, we could pretend all the problems we had with each other would just magically stop existing. The most horrifying thing is all of it is, I actually got my wish. <laughs> Thanks, Calliope. Calliope. Oh, well. 
I'm sure she had good intentions. Yeah, I still think I've been pretty lousy to you. I had my head up my ass for a while there. By the time your birthday came around, I was kind of freaking out about Jake. I thought I had the situation under control, but I didn't. Not just with Jake, but with respect to pretty much everything. I understand. Boy, you really let him have it back there. I guess so. I had a similar meltdown with him earlier. I'm not gonna lie, it felt really good. <laughs> At least it did with time. I only wish I could have stayed as lucid as you during our... Transformation? How did you manage that? It wasn't on purpose. Actually, if I had a choice, I probably would have just said, Fuck it. Sugar shock my brain, please. Suffice to say, I have trouble escaping from myself. It's kind of a problem. Let's not talk about it, though. Please, continue. Okay. So instead of keeping it cool like you, I just started gushing over him like a love-struck loon, turning any sliver of dignity I might have waned by telling him off earlier. I just can't believe some of the things I said. Oh, God, I told him I want to get married and have babies. Yeah, but to be fair, by the time you came looking for me, all three of you were saying that's anything that moved. I know, but it's one thing to write off something you say to an altered state of mind, but what makes the admission though so mortifying to me is actually meant it. And I'm sure he must know that by now. And I feel so humiliated to... I just want to die. I'd ask him to shoot me right here if I could bring myself to say a word to him. Somehow I don't think he's up to the task. Which is doubly unfortunate, since that's literally what we all came here to do. Speaking personally, I'd probably run this sword through my own dick before I could bring myself to kill Roxy, even for her own good. So, when the chips are down, I guess that's how much of a badass I really am. Woo! We're all such winners! Yeah, our Moxie's off the fucking charts. That's one of my favorite Dirk lines. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, well, Moxie's off the fucking charts, but also... Uh, speaking, I'd probably run my the sword through my own dick before <laughs> I could bring myself to kill Roxy. Yeah. Because it's funny, yeah. but also, like, man, Dirk cares. Yeah, he cares a lot. He does. Uh, let's pop back up to the top. Yep. And yeah, we can see, uh, Jane kind of, like, looking over at Jake, and she's like, mm. Yeah, and he's not looking at her, so. Yeah. Rox. What? Am I an asshole? No, Jay. I think I might be an asshole. All my friends hate me now. Are you sure I'm not just an asshole and never actually realized it? Well, maybe you're an asshole sometimes, but it's always on accident, and most people are accidental assholes a lot of the time anyway, so who cares? I can't believe I was so oblivious to the feelings of all the people I care about. How could I not see that Jane was in love with me? I really am a dope. I guess I did know deep down at some point, but then I somehow convinced myself otherwise? I can't even imagine how she must have felt all this time I was seeing Dirk. And all those times I talked her ear off about our relationship. Oh, goodness. Yup. I wonder what things would be like if she told me. Maybe it's better she didn't in the end. I probably would have just broken her heart like I did with Dirk. I should say something to her, but I'm not sure what to say. I don't think she wants to hear anything from me, to be honest. Maybe you could tell her I'm sorry for me. I can't just tell her. 
She's right there. I don't know. She's obviously so mad at me, I can't bring myself to say anything. I'm also just really fucking chagrined over how I treated her. If I was brave, I could face that feeling and just talk to her and try to make a square. But I don't think I really am brave. I'm not brave, and I don't think I love adventure either. Wow, Jake. You know how you think you know all these things about yourself? Like all these personal attributes about you as if they're written down somewhere, like a sort of mini-biography, so they have to be true. So you just believe them and hope that the believing is what makes them true. But then you spend so much time believing those things and taking the truth for granted that you somehow forget to make them true with your words and deeds. How can I truly love adventure when I never even knew what it was? I don't think it's raiding tombs and clobbering scoundrels. That stuff's fun and all, but it's not what adventure is. Adventure is something else. Something doing the things I'm genuinely afraid to do. But can't. Because I'm a coward. Okay, okay, stop shitting yourself. I'll tell her for you. Next. And also, like, man, Jake. Man, that's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, like, just Jake go, like, man, I've really fucked up everything. Like, every. <laughs> Good thing. Every relationship, every yeah. nice thing I had going for me. And, like, I, like, the thing that I thought was my defining characteristic, I'm not even really sure about that. Yeah, like, I, that's not, I don't know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Good? Yeah. Jane, you know, we probably should have talked about this Jake stuff a long time ago. Tell me about it. I don't know if I was kidding myself all those years that there was a conflict of interest between us or what. Same. Maybe I was just pretending your feelings for him were a factor because my pursuit of him was already overcomplicated enough. Or maybe it was more like I was aware of them, but on some level decided they shouldn't matter because I felt like you had a natural advantage over me. Because, you know, you're like, not a dude. I always felt like you had the advantage over me, too, because you're you. You make things happen, and I don't. Yeah, well, turns out maybe that's not such a good quality if you want to make a relationship last longer than three seconds. At least not in my case. I know I ripped into him pretty hard when I had the clown hair and the little soda on my head, but the truth is I was pretty goddamn overbearing. Sometimes I look back on stuff and I think I might have essentially bullied him into a relationship with me. Actually, it's more complicated than that. Parts of me were operating independently for myself. So it's like I was bullying myself into bullying him into liking me, if that makes sense. It doesn't really, but that's fine. Anyway, my insanity scared him right the fuck off. There were times when I basically treated him like shit without even realizing it, and I regret it. I should probably tell him that, but given how I just called him an asshole while wearing orange suspenders, I'm probably the last person he wants to hear from now. Clearly we... Both use some poor judgment. Looking back, it seems crazy to me we were both jeopardized our friendship over a mutual infatuation with, let's face it, one spectacularly goofy kid. Can we both at least agree we may have overrated the allure of Jake English? Yes! <laughs> Maybe if we could have talked to each other about him, it would have helped. Like, 
talked about why we felt that way about him. At least maybe it would have helped us knock English down from the ludicrous pedestal we put him on. Yeah, that might have saved us a lot of grief. It's not like I hate him now, even though that's probably what he thinks. He's still my friend. But the extent of what I've centered my whole life around a childish fancy about him is just painfully embarrassing in hindsight. I wonder if he'll even be able to look at him, if I'll even be looking at him without feeling miserable about myself. So does that mean we're both totally over him, you know? I can't really tell. Me either. I guess the real problem is our clique was so small. Poor Jake was the only viable romantic target. I mean, considering our respective orientations. Maybe we just never knew enough people. Perhaps. Or maybe we don't need anybody. Uh, anything other than friends, I mean. In the interest of appeasing the bitterness gods, let's go with the latter. God. Also, like... Man, like Dirk worrying about, like, well, I knew you had the advantage because you're not a dude. <laughs> yeah, fuck, man. You I know, mean, like, right, though? Yeah, but, like, also, fuck. Yeah, it's fucked up. I mean, like, that's... that. Listen, that's real shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the fucked up thing. Uh, Or Dirk talking about, like, man, like, how he fucked up that relationship. Yeah, and I mean, they both did. Neither, I mean, they're both 16. Yeah. Like, of course you both fucked it up, you idiots. But also, they're 16, so they can't really realize that they that there's no other way it could have gone down. Right, exactly. But, you know, it's happening to them now, so it hurts. Yep. Yeah, like, this is, this is the bright tunnel, like, in the bright daylight at the end of the tunnel of Tricksters. Right, where they start realizing, man, we gotta talk about shit. Yeah. We got, a uh, Roxy and Jane. Uh, you're Roxy. Okay. Jason Saudick began pestering Gutsy Gumshoe. Hey, Janie. How you holding up, girl? I feel like garbage, but otherwise fine. You off yourself yet? No. Okay, good. Please don't yet. Now your personal backstage pass to the dink to the Jake English self-loathing tower. And I'm no condition to take the full brunt of his notations and the only one he's talking to, so need a little support here from a bestie. What's he saying? He wants me to relay an apology to you because he thinks he's not brave enough to say it like ten feet away there on a stone bed and he thinks you're pissed off at him. Oh, man. I don't want to do this. Do what? An awkward tell-him-I-said sequence of apologies through text messages. Okay. That's a sane answer. What should I do? Tell him I said we'll talk about it later. Like, after we're dead. Okay. Well, maybe I won't say the last part, but okay. How's it going over there? Fine. Not a lot of progress on the dying front. Doesn't look like Dirk wants to stab me with his manime sword. Giannis went around to be buddy murdered and off oneself. It was even more awkward when, uh, than you would think, plus kind of a drag. Uh, especially with headaches. Oh. Jane, this is dumb. Yeah, call me crazy, but I don't think our candy adult selves thought this through entirely. 
Yo, trickster mode sucks ass. Dexed it. Shane, you know what I'm sad about? Hmm? The Fed exploding. Yeah. Why'd she have to die again like that? She was so sweet and perfect, and my friend. She'd always just talk and talk about the funniest things from her life as two troll ladies. It's only lit to my spirits. Am I cursed or something, Jane? Cursed? Yeah, it, like, I always seem to accidentally kill my cats. Or half-cat girls. Um, or part-sea princess and also an alien ghost. I don't know, maybe this line of speculation has no particular coherence. Jane, after you got to you, you want to help me have a funeral for her? Of course, Roxy. I'd like that. I always wanted to go to a funeral. Is that weird? Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. I mean, not like in an especially morbid or gothic kind of way. I just think it'd be cool to honor her memory. I never did that for Friglish, but I should have. Jake's... Bugging me again, BRB. <laughs> of course, she, she just wanted to have a funeral. Of course, she did have a funeral for Friglish. Uh huh. She did have a funeral for Friglish. Christ, the biggest funeral. Yeah. Uh, next. And that's Jake and Roxy. They were getting uh, shot to Prospect. And uh, yeah, Durs. and Durs. <clears throat> Uh, Roxy, while you're at it, do you think you could raise the same sentiments to Dirk? I was thinking about all the stuff he said to me while we were all telling him to dance, and yeah, I was really being a prick when I ran away to Lomax. He was right about everything. I should have come clean about wanting some space. Damn it, Jake. After your whole bravery spiel, you want to relay double apologies to me? I know. I'm so terrible. I'm sorry. I'm just not feeling up to these conversations yet. My head is killing me. Ugh, Grandma, why did your sweet skull-based computing technology have to be such a brain fucker? I can't do it. Why? Because I'm sort of... kind of... not talking to Dirk either. Why not? Because of... reasons. Golly, but you are talking to Jane, yes? Yeah. Well, seeing as she's presumably talking to Dirk, and you're relaying my apology to her already, why don't you relay my apology to Dirk through her? Oh my fucking god, Jake. Jake, no. <laughs> why not? She'd probably be a sport about it. Hell, they could probably bond over what an absolute douche muffin I've been to them both. Elsie. Look, Jake, you squeezed the Spanish sigh out of me. Are you happy? And if there's some heavy business you're having trouble addressing with Dirk in person, you should get Jane to relay him a message for you as well. <laughs> Jake. Jake, I know, Jake. That's so... All right, I'm going to tell Jake, like, pretty much exactly what you said. Only because it's so fucking dumb and hilarious. God, Jake. Jake. I'm Jake, no have you learned nothing? No. He, he may need a bit more of some time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he's not a smart boy. No. No, he's not. It's unfortunate. 
Jane, Jake wants you to pass an apology to Dirk from him to... What? It's true. This is just getting silly. He wants you both to bond over his doofmuff finish. P.S. Doofmuffin is his word, not mine. And I've been hellsy impartial about all this. We were already sort of doing that. Oh, yeah? Wait, don't tell him that. That'd be mean-spirited. Hold up. What are you and Dirk saying? Oh, nothing. Anything about me? No. Just some stuff we should have talked out a long time ago. Gotcha. Oh, also, he wants me to tell you to give a message to Dirk from me to... Two, while you're at it, Crocker switchboard is lined up today. Why does Jake want you to give Dirk a message through me? Uh, cause he's ridiculous. Do you actually want to say something to Dirk but can't at the moment? Oh, uh, not really. Huh? Well, I don't know. Wait, is Dirk not talking to you for some reason? Is that why Jake suggested going through me? Good gravy, this is getting complicated. No, well, I mean, maybe does got a bone to pick with me and doesn't want to talk. I'm not sure. Maybe that can't bring myself to talk to him. Why not? Hmm. Hmm. Is it for the part where she tried to fuck him? Well. Well, next. Uh, now we're cutting to, uh, Jack oh, the jail cell. Yeah, the jail cell with uh, this session's version of Jack Noir. Because <laughs> I'm a shitty disgrace. He's probably so ashamed of me he can barely stand being inside the same moon with me at this point. Why would you think that? Because you heard what he said. How I fell off the wagon. You could tell how disappointed he was. He was right to be. But you weren't in your right state of mind, though. I know. You said it yourself. About the confession you made to Jake. Share your trimming balls of a, on a chair pop. But that really just enabled you to do what you really wanted to do deep down. Why do the moment Jake snuck on me and owned me with a magic pumpkin? I was like, yo, let's get smashed at my place. Next. Man. This is fucked. Mm-hmm. Poor Roxy. Uh-oh. Oh. Little Cal has just appeared in his cell, which has all of the, uh... Uh... The parking tickets that yeah. they said would get so sent to him. <laughs> so he could do all the paperwork. Um... Yeah, but Lil' Cow and a pumpkin, and it says, Wanna play, let's play a game. The fucking, uh, Caliborn sending off a little cow. Yeah. Hmm. I'd hardly waste a second before giving in. Here I thought I was actually over that. The second I'd given the slightest justification to drinking again, I said, fuck it. So it turns out I didn't stop one to like, one to, like I told myself, but... I still wanted to while pretending I didn't per some bogus tough girl act. Like I thought it was better than the problem. Or maybe like I thought I was actually too cool and too strong to admit it was actually really hard. 
But the truth is, I was not strong or cool. I was weak and lame all along. And now Dirk knows that too, and for some reason, letting him down feels like the worst part. Just equally lame and weak because I should care for my own sake, not for I make some dude see me, but it still just really bothers me. Man. Jake again, hold please. Boy, two out of four of these kids have real ass problems. <laughs> yeah. God, Hussy didn't do me a fucking service in trying to care about like half of these kids now. Like, th- listen, Jane and Jake have real ass problems where they're just average fucking teens dealing with, you know, like Jane didn't know how to talk to the boy she liked or the boy who liked that boy about how she felt about things. And like, that sucks. Right? Yeah. Um, Jake is an oblivious dumbass. That's what it seems to boil down to. And also, maybe I'm not into the things I thought I was into. Maybe this Dirk, identity I put up around myself isn't really that real. Dirk is dealing with, I liked this boy, and I knew you had an advantage over me because I'm gay, he's a boy, and why would he like me? And Roxy's dealing with fucking alcoholism at 16 goddamn years old. Man, I don't know. It's just degrees. Yeah. Like, it feels like we have two out of four, like, fully formed characters. Like, that's not fair. That's not fair. Jane is a fully formed character. Jake definitely right now feels kind of like an afterthought. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Just this just this thing with Roxy is just so brutal. It really is. It's oh god. Poor thing. Next. You're welcome. You're motherfucking welcome. Uh so has Jack picking up the juju, the locale. Yeah, and, and it's staring into its eyes. Uh, Gamzy is the one who sent it because he was the last yeah. one with Lil' Cow it's got his seal yeah Roxy Rox what is she saying talk to me Roxy please don't leave me hanging here I can't take it I can't bear having two of my closest chums hate me and then having you shut me out on top of that okay she's Jake calm, calm your micro shorts I'm here ah there you are Sorry for being a pest, but I just see Jane there pecking away at conversations with you and Dirk, and it feels like you're all kind of leaving me behind. No, Jake, nobody's doing that. Okay, yeah, I'm probably being paranoid, but I've done such a bang-up job of alienating my other friends. You're the only one I can talk to for now. Wait, I haven't alienated you yet, have I? Eh, don't worry, we are still humanated. Are you really sure, Roxy? Are you sure you're not just trying to spare my feelings? You can be honest with me. If you hate me now too, please just say so. Sweet Guy Fieri's fat laughing ghost, Jake. No, I don't hate you. I promise you're still my bro. God damn it. Okay, phew. Then talk to me. Uh, about what? 
I don't know. Anything? What are you talking about with Jane? Uh, my drinking problem? I see. Would you like to talk about them with me? Maybe I can help. Damn, Jake. Like, that's cool and appreciated in theory. This is kind of some heavy shit for me. I really don't know if I could do double duty on my alcoholism with you and Jane simultaneously. Oh, yeah, that's probably not the best way to go. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. Maybe I'm not giving Jake enough credit here. Like, he's been acting in a certain way for so long. He's been alienating all his friends. Like, he doesn't know if they even care about him anymore. But, I mean, they're all kind of dealing with that exact same issue right now. Yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, like, Roxy's pretty sure that Jane still likes her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, um, Jane still has Dirk. They're still talking. Yeah. Roxy has, uh, Jake Jane. and Jane. Yeah. Um, and, like, she doesn't even talk to Dirk, and <laughs> hers with Dirk feels, like, the most made up. And not, like, made up, but not... I don't know, it's the it's touched on the least, I guess is what I should say. Like her relationship with uh, Dirk in general? It, that and also this issue. Yeah. Like it suddenly just came up for like two seconds and now it's a big deal. I... But it's a big thing, so... I could also just see it, like Roxy just being... Oh, like he hates me, doesn't he? Like, just... Like that not, like I'm... Probably, like, Dirk doesn't actually care. I mean, like, he cares about no, her. He cares. He wants her to be better, but, you know, he's not gonna, like, drop her. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I feel like that she should know that. I don't know. But also, like, hey, alcohol's, like, a real problem. Yeah, also, hey, yeah, this is a big fucking thing, so maybe I'm just being an asshole. I don't know. Uh, next. Uh, but... Uh, Jack Noir's looking into the little cow, and he's kind of like got weird eyes about it. Yep. And meanwhile, in the future, present, whatever, <laughs> uh, Cowborn is looking into his little cow, and it's kind of like send like it's a getting sig- spiral eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So then, what else is there we can chew the old fat about? Really bond over together in an emotionally fulfilling manner. Hag, you're an extra silly guy. Well? Oh no, Jay, why don't you just tell me what you're thinking and we go from there. Alright. So, that sure was a doozy of a kiss you gave Dirk there, huh? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. How was it? It was... Um... Go on. It was fucking inappropriate. Yet... Yet, oh god, it was so choice, but wrong, 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 wrong. I don't know. It seemed innocent enough to me. What was so wrong about it? Oh, host of things. Not sure how much detail I want to spill out. Was exactly wasn't cool, but like, Jake, you're a pretty simple guy. I mean that as lovingly as always as possible. It just wasn't right. No disagreement there. But like I said, I'm here to talk about whatever you feel like. 
Okay, see, this is just another embarrassing thing in my past. When I was more out of control with Dirk, I was just way too aggressive. Ask him all the time. Pretty much every day, just like he said, and about me and him, like, getting married and having babies. You know, last man and female on Earth. Oh, he's a hunk. It's dream come true. To f- time for a repopulate. Okay, see, here's the issue I thought those two would have. Yeah. Like, this is, this is the, like, if you're going to have Roxy and Dirk have an issue, it's that Roxy's been so shitty about him being gay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, alcoholism is a big deal, but I feel like this makes the most narrative sense for what they're trying to do here. Yeah. Yeah. Next. And almost like with this, it seems like she doesn't want to talk about it with Jane almost. Yeah. Like what was actually bothering her. Right. I don't know. I feel like both things are probably really bothering her and Jake only managed to ask about it. Yeah. So that's the only reason she's talking about it. Yeah. Oh, but did you say next? I did say next. Yeah. Uh, But now we got uh, Jack kind of like freaking out and like there's like the Lord English like uh, pool balls like flashing through. Yeah, through his eyes. Uh, and Cowboy's still doing that green spy on the one then feature, which, of course, is the same little cow, just through weird time shit. Yeah. Yeah. So not cool looking back on it. And I had no excuse, because I always knew he was just such a gay dude. I guess maybe hitting on a guy who doesn't like girls once or twice, maybe it's alright, or even flattering, but... After so long, it was probably just pissing him off and messing with his head or something. It definitely wasn't what he wanted to hear from a friend, let alone a day in, day out from a garbled, drunk text. So when I fucking harassed him into kissing me, it just brought back some low-rent shit I thought we put behind us. Just another way I completely humiliated myself in front of him. So is that why you can't talk to him now? Mm-hmm. I certainly have no trouble relating to that. Yeah. I don't know why, really. He's like... Tacticurn to the max about everything. Something about him just makes it hurt to feel like you let him down. You really love him, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, Jake, I guess. The answer is... Cackle and um, unpopulated fucking... Yeah. But... I don't think that was much secret. The fact there was loudly not a secret explained my stupidity on the matter. It's fair to say I never came close to feeling as strongly about him as you. I envy you, actually. I've actually worried at times that I just wasn't capable of feeling that way about anyone. Maybe that's why I was just meant to be alone. Uh, you aren't missing much. Love is a brutal shit into a turd for nunchucks. Be grateful that stank-ass motherfucker. Ucker's flipping out nowhere near you. <laughs> God, Roxy. And also, yeah, just Dirk. Oh, just such a gay dude. Such a gay dude. And yeah, Jake, I think, really wanted to try with Dirk, but also Dirk kind of forced him into it. Yeah, like like Dirk said, he bullied him into it. Yeah, he bullied him into 
dating him. It's fucked up. Yeah. Next. Oh, and... Ooh. Oh, Christ. I stabbed 2x combo. Jack Noir stabbed himself in the eyes twice. Yeah. I noticed you nearly slipped that wedding ring on his finger. Oh, God. That ring. You almost scooped my boyfriend out from under me in one fell proposal. Oh, did I? From under you, eh? Wait. No, I mean... Wonk, 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 wonks for eternity. Whoa, now, wait a minute. Easy, dude. Just messing. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man. That ring, though. What happened to it? Do you remember? Not really. God damn it. That's a lot there when I was fucking trickster. <sighs> Shaking fists at all the tricksters. Oh. That's the, that's the queen's ring. Yeah. Oof. So it's it's lost now. Yep. Next. He... Oh, there's a lot of blood. Oh, what the fuck? Look how missing his oh. eyes. Oh. He sawed off his own leg. Yeah. He has the crowbar. Yeah. Huh. Did you need it for something? Need it? Not really. I just really like that ring. Kind of spoke to me in a way. Want to know something lame? Yes. The moment I first saw that ring, I was like my head, thinking, someday I want to give this ring to the person I marry, wherever that is. Aww. That's not lame. That's nice. Nah, it's pretty lame, but whatever. It shows that sort of one-check mind I got. God, I'm so fun someone to kiss, aren't I? It's really quite pathetic. Although the funny thing is, the ring turns invisible, which might be my subconscious telling me something about my love life. I can find the guy in my dreams, slip it on his finger, and poof, he disappears. Bye-bye, hubby. Ah, oh, well, don't matter. The ring's gone. With it, so too are my lame, lame dreams. Hmm. Next. Roxy, you're space gay. You can't just marry a dude. <laughs> you have a lovely green skull <laughs> alien waiting for you. <laughs> you're gonna kiss her, goddammit. Goddammit. Uh, but uh, there seems to be an explosion on Prospect. Yeah. Which is where uh, Jack was being held. Yeah, so some some big's happening. Yeah. It, it's flashing through all, like, the Lord English energy. Right. Uh, and we're going back to Jane and Roxy. Yep. Is everything okay? Yeah, he just wanted to make sure I didn't hate him like y'all or do, which we don't even. I see. So I'm just talking to him a bit to help him not feel bad. Sorry. It's okay. You were saying? I was gonna say why I finally quit drinking. I mean, if you want to know. Yes. Actually, once you did stop, I made me finally realize it was a problem for you for a long time. And I didn't say anything at the time, but it made me wonder if I wasn't doing the right thing before. By failing to point out you might have a problem, or just going along with it and participating in lively banter anytime you clearly had too much to drink. 
Was I being a bad friend? Nah, it wasn't your responsibility to fix my shit. Anyway, I think I made it hard for him to come up at me like as a real problem. I was always joking around so much and having a good time, like kind of overzealously so. I probably just made people feel like a shitty wet blanket for even mentioning it. How long do you think it's been a problem? I don't know, it's hard to say exactly when I started getting real carried away. Just at some point I discovered a load of my mom's sensual booze in the house. I didn't have much to relate to her except her books. So I felt like drinking was a way to be more like her. Or closer to her, kinda. And there was no one around except for the silly test people. It in a way just made me feel more alone. Cause they reminded me I was the only one of the hum two humans left. Yeah, they always oceans away. So little by little, got a hand. And one of the only things I had to look forward to was the idea that the game was supposed to be able to bring my mom back. Cause we had decided to help the battle out by playing it all. Oof. Ugh. Yeah. God. Man. Uh, note, they only started, both of them only started drinking because they thought the other was drinking yep. a bunch. I mean, Rose's mom, yes, absolutely drinking a bunch. Rose? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Like Roxy's mom, I don't know. Next. Like a, it looks like the Death Star. Oh, that's a big explosion. Yeah. Yeah. This prospect's about to go down. Which, which I yeah. guess means God tier time since nobody's moving off of those beds. But it turned out you couldn't bring her back. At least not the way you thought. So what was it that made you finally decide to give it up? Well... That's pretty much what it was. Went went to Low Pan. I saw my sprite there. I got out of my bottle of mom slime and was all ready for the bestest, most pointy reading ever. That's when the juggalo struck. I just knew the whole witch had fucked me over again. Watch other hags in the same note to get juggalo to do her dirty biz, not exclusively. No hags but her. I was so pissed and so distraught about the. Goddamn clowns wandering my sprite. I got crazy drunk and felt the super sorry for myself I ever did. I know, there'd be a lovely silver line of that debacle. Dear sweet, precious Fafetta. Yeah. She became a great friend. And what's more, she would told me not to worry. That my mom would be coming anyway and all I had to do was wait a while. I believed her because she knew stuff plus was the best. So that's why I decided to clean up my act. I didn't want her to meet a sloppy, embarrassing mess of a daughter. If she did like to drink at some point, it was kind of childish idea that doing so myself would make me closer to her or help us bond or whatever. Anyway, I think I might have overstated her drinking habits. She sure didn't look like no drunk. Oh, did I mention I saw her dream today? No. She's real young, though. Like, alright. It looks pretty. It, so pretty and happy. Not like a girl with boo challenges. I think her favorite color might be orange, just like Dirk. Be wearing the same sunny orange night daily. I caught her a glimpse of her very briefly another time. Oh, she also called me mom? Huh? Huh, that's right. You know, I'm really not sure if she's actually my mom. 
I do know we're toast genetically related somehow. I just think there's more to it than we know. I guess we'll find out. Whoa. Yeah, because uh, Calliope, long, long ago, in beginning of Act 6, said, Oh, yeah, you'll meet your mom and your daughter. Yeah. Which? <laughs> True. All in one. True. Yeah. Huh, how convenient. And also, if Rose does, you know, Rose, last time we saw Rose, she was drunk. Yep. God. But if Roxy sees oh, man. Rose, and she's this drunk. Yeah. I mean, I, I doubt it, but also, uh-oh. Man. I just want to put that thought in your head. Fuck you. Yeah, Fuck no, you. Next. Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. It's Jack English. God. They just can't stop giving Jack special powers in this game, huh? Yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got... Spade Slick, Beck Noir, and now Jack English. Remember when you told me, like, in Act 3 that it was about as gruesome as it got during the intermission? It, this is really gruesome. This is real gruesome. Because he has blood from his eye sockets. Everywhere. And he has it's put, everywhere now. It's Yeah, everywhere now. And he has put little cow's eyes in his... Into his eye, eye sockets. sockets. But, they're, but they're, like, glowing. Uh, and he yeah, sawed no, off his own leg and replaced it with the bar, with the um, yeah, the spike from outside the jail cell window. The whole place was shaking for a moment there. What? Roxy, do you know if Jane just felt that rumbling too? Yeah. Next. God, like they can't even you go like fucking you idiots. <laughs> These children. children. <laughs> Next. We see Durst and oh, oh boy. Prospect's half gone. Yep. Is it still going on? No, it stopped. What do you think that was? I don't know. Maybe an earthquake? Not sure if these moons can have earthquakes. Doesn't matter. Some sort of Prosperian lunar anomaly, I guess. Probably nothing to worry about. Maybe it was like tidal forces due to gravitation or the tensile forces from that big-ass chain. Uh, yeah, let's say that's what it was. Oh, honey. <laughs> honey. Next. You got a big storm coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and Roxy have been talking. Yeah. She pissed at me or something? She won't talk to me. No, not at all. Then what gives? He's one of the same about you. What? Are you disappointed in her? Why would I be? It seemed that way to her earlier. When you chastised her for drinking again? Yeah, see? Dirk, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Next. Oh! Yeah! Oh! Okay. We're looking over Durst. The Condesee's here. Yeah, and well, she, she was already sh- here. Yeah, yeah, she's already... Listen, she's already here. Uh, she brought a warship the size of Durs. Yeah, and basically, uh, these... Uh, like, the, the two panels have now, like, 
just really been combining to make full images. Yeah, it's been... It, this is, again, we talked about this during, like, um, Doc Scratch. Yeah. But this is what you can do with an online comic. Like, yeah. this is the crazy shit you can do. And I don't see, like, the one, like, full, like, kind of body page of Jack English has, like, a full... Like, it's, like, eight frames, but they all combine together to make, like, one. Yeah, it's it's six frames, three on each side, and it makes one picture. And, like, yeah, I get that, like, comics do that, but not quite like this. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was upset she fell off the horse. Or the wagon. Horse wagon. Whatever. The thing you ride around on when you aren't drinking. But so what? There's cotton candy in her hair, and she was, like, being stupid. What do you expect? It's a moment of indiscretion. I'm not mad at her. I'm not disappointed in her. It's ridiculous. Want to know what I really think of Roxy? I'm proud of her. She's the only one of us who can face her problems and get down to business to actually solve them. No endless hand-wringing or suffering in silence or any of that bullshit. She saw she had an addiction, decided to fucking fix it. Just like that. She's probably stronger than the other three of us put together. Aw. Yeah. Yeah. Roxy's fucking great. She's the best. Mm-hmm. Next. Yeah, that's the Condacy. It's the Condacy. One panel's just her hair. It's <laughs> Listen, that's fucking fantastic. It's great. Remember way back before this started, we were talking, you and me, and I was rambling at length about leadership. Actually, I actually had a clue what I was talking about. I remember. You said I'd be the leader of our team in name and in spirit. Although I never really felt like it. Yeah, it's kind of the point. I guess in a way I was right, but not how I expected. See, to be perfectly honest, we're a party of losers. Heroes make shit happen. It's not what we do, what we're even supposed to do. We wait. We wait for literally everything. We wait for other people to reach out first so we can fix our relationships. We wait for these legendary heroes to arrive and bring competence and promise to a futile situation. Even now, look at us. What are we waiting for? kill ourselves someone to come along and do it for us it doesn't even matter as the four nobles of the void session we do what we were created to do we sit around on our asses waiting i really love that yeah like like that they they really just laid it out like at the beginning like what you do is wait mm-hmm. and that is what has driven up till now those characters yeah they've they've just been waiting Next. Yeah, like, even Dirk, who has all of his plans and minutiae and all that. Yeah, even Dirk, all his plans, all the stuff he's done, he's taken action, but it's all just been to wait. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that, like, like he had the plan to get with Jake and then had no idea what to do after that. No, after that, you wait. Yeah. Yeah. You figure it out then. Yes. Got a whole fucking party of pre-act five Daves in here. Yeah. Uh, uh, we get a close-up on the Condacy on the next page. Yeah, and she's got a Solixus, the Gemini symbol, so that means probably... Uh, she's using the movement power. Yeah. Or the... the uh, power the, or the, the eye lasers. Or the eye lasers could be the eye lasers, you're right. Fuck. Forgot about those. Yeah. We were all designated for a session that was utterly inert. A place where the mechanisms for success never even existed to begin with. 
In such a place, it made sense the formal leader would be neutralized to Mayfield unempowered, static. Seems partially fitting she would be the noble of life in a realm of the dead. A realm that foretold of a life player who felt lifeless, a hope player who felt hopeless, and a heart player who was just a stone-cold motherfucker. When we talked about leadership, and I was all on my high horse telling you how shit would go down, I also said I'd be the one pulling the strings, remember? That I'd be the functional leader of our party. And there might have been something to that in a different session. But what good is a man of action in a place where action itself is so intrinsically fruitless? So it's occurred to me that by the, some tragic flaw in its design, our session was meant to be leaderless. And I'd feel safe concluding that. Except for a feeling that's been gnawing at me. It's the feeling that would make perfect sense if a session like this had a dark horse leader. A leader who's invisible all along. Fittingly, a void player to lead a void session. She would be a leader, not in name, or spirit, or in function, whatever that means. But more of an emotional leader would selflessly try to hold everyone together while the rest of us did our best to fall apart. And Roxy has been that for us every step of the way, going unnoticed and unappreciated. Think of how much shit she's had to put up with from all of us. She never complains, never turns it around and makes it about her problems. She just works her ass off making sure we all stay friends. If that isn't a leader, I don't know what is. Yeah. Damn, it's true. Yeah, no, like... Even, even here, like Roxy's like, okay, I'll talk to Jane. Yeah, for I'll you. talk to them. I'll talk to I'll talk to Jane. I'll talk to Jake. I'll talk to Dirk. Well, I won't talk to Dirk, but yeah, yeah, she tries so hard. Yeah. Next. Oh, again, a full page shot of Condesy. Yeah, with the six panel, like Jack was yeah. when he was about to blow up the fucking planet. And she's right above Durst, so... Yep, here we go. So that's how crazy it is for her to think I'm disappointed in her. And the truth is, she's the most amazing person I ever knew. She's everything in a human being I wish I could be, but can't because I'm in my own way. Honestly, I'm not even sure if I'm worthy of dying next to her. I think she probably felt bad for hitting on me all those years. Like I was getting fed up with her or something. But all it really did was making me feel guilty. I couldn't give her what she wanted. Like settle down have a couple of weirdo goddamn kids with her someday guess there were times i thought about it being all alone on earth with her and stuff i couldn't know i have to stay true to myself still she would deserve it nobody deserves to get all the things they always wanted more than she does it suddenly seems kind of stupid that i think these things about her but she doesn't even know it i guess i should tell her all this sometime yeah probably yeah you probably should talk to her God. She's right there, my She's dude. She's right next to you. And also, I do, do love, they did have a couple crazy kids. <laughs> yeah. Some weirdo goddamn kids. Yep. Oh, God, they're perfect, though. Yeah, no, it's... <laughs> it's good. It's good. Next. God, Jesus. Oh, fuck. So we're getting a double, like... Two sets of panels are the constant, two sets of panels are Jack English. Yeah. It's scary. It's pretty scary. I the the worst part is the blood around the tooth. I think that is Oh god. Ashley. I wouldn't have seen it. But now I saw it, so you have to. Oh you fucker. 
Equality Club. I, yeah, Equality Club. <laughs> God. Cut that out. Nobody's going to get that. No, I'm going to leave it in now. <laughs> in June when you're editing this episode. Like, what the fuck was Equality Club? <laughs> You'll ask me. I'll link it to you. I'm keeping it forever. Hi, everyone. It's your girl, Ashley. I was really wondering what the Equality Club was. And I just kind of had to think about it for a bit. And I remembered that Finn Balor posted a uh, Bullet Club mock-up that was all rainbow-colored. And it said Equality Club. And it was the worst. Okay. You're going to put that in your favorite pictures, file? It's already there. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be nice. Of course, she is right there, you know. I know. I'm a little reluctant to drop that all on her. Looking at what I said, it's, uh, it's kind of overwhelming. I feel like in a way you can destroy somebody with effusive praise. Maybe I'm just projecting how I'd feel that kind of intense positivity coming at me. I don't know. But I still think confessions like that can change stuff between people. Like the way they act around each other. Maybe it's worth it? Maybe. Or maybe it's better just to say, not so much of it, like all at once. Maybe better for her now if you could pass a short message to her for me. If only to help kill this awkward silence between us. Like, what? Could you just tell her, I love her? No, wait, I mean, not in that way though. More like... Dirk, I I know what you mean. Okay, good. Yeah. Now. Also, I think it's interesting that, like, uh... Dirk was like, yeah, no, I, like, when she was hitting on me, like, it sucked, but also I felt guilty. God, that's, okay, I was gonna bring that up. That shit's brutal. Yeah. Like, I I couldn't give her what she wanted. That's not, that's not something I can do. I wanted to so yeah. badly, but. But, like, also, like, just go, like, but that's just not me. That's not who I am. I can't do that. Fuck, man. <laughs> God, these, these kids children. Have fucking problems. Yeah, fuck. Oh god, it's brutal. Next. Uh, yep. Yep. Eye lasers uh, and Jack and English is spitting out an enormous laser. It almost like looks like fire. Yeah. No, wait. Don't. It'd be a weird mixed signal. I mean, it's true, but please say something else instead. Uh. Derek, something's happening. Tell her that I'm proud of her. And as a person, she's everything I wish I could be. I wish I could be as nice and loving as selfless as her. But I can't, because I'm too busy being me. Dirk! Dirk, buddy. Dirk, buddy, not now. Not now. Next. And they're directed right at the moon. Yep. Heart of the moon. The Trevors are back. Big time. That's weird. I can feel it too this time. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's weird. weird. <laughs> Next. <laughs> there they go. Yeah. Next. Yeah, that's they, they're they're blown the heck oh, up. Oh, that's a good panel. That's a good panel. Uh, it's a. Like, the explosion now just looks like one explosion. Yeah, on the left, we have Durst. On the right, we have Prospect. Barely yeah. cut apart. It's great. Yep. Next. Oh, the 
lanterns on a James oh, Lantern going all crazy. Explode. And it fucking explodes. Next. Uh, all the lights are going crazy, and it looks like we have some new god tiers. We have some god tiers. Next. I really like the look of this. Yeah, this is a, this is good. I I like how they do the god tiers in this. Yeah, I I it's hard to explain, but there are galaxies involved. Yeah, Just it's like pastel it's colors. It's like a cutout of them, and I I think I said when we got to this point with Luke. Yeah, is that this looks like a really cool like double sided album? Yes, yes, it does. Next. Uh, I like that you could see that Dirk has his sword. Yeah, he has his sword still. Of course he does. Fucking asshole. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, next we see uh, Dirk, who has become the uh, Prince of Heart. Yep. He's got this poofy, poofy fucking poofy pants, pants. That he complained about earlier. Yep. Next. Um, Jane has become the Maid of Life. Yeah. And she's got some plain ass robes. Yeah, she got some plain ass robes. Probably because she's a maid. Next. Jake has uh, Jake has become the page of life, and oh, that's his crotch. Check this dick. He finally got he's finally got those short shorts. <laughs> God. <laughs> right? Like yeah, right. <laughs> that was all this was for. <laughs> Next. Roxy's become the rogue of void. Oh, and fuck. looks awesome. Fuck. What a She's look. got the best costume. Holy shit. Would you like to try to explain this? Uh, okay, so she's got... She's got a short hood, but she's got a hood. Uh, it yeah. doesn't have the tail. Um, you know, like, basic leather <laughs> armor uh, in an average RPG? Yeah. Like, it kind of just looks like that. Uh, it's mm-hmm. got a dress to it. It's got... And it's all blue. It's gorgeous. Yes. Uh, and she's got um, long gloves without any fingers. For stealing. For stealing. Uh, it's fucking amazing. And she's got a domino mask. And she's got a domino mask. Just amazing. <laughs> so good. Next. Uh... Yeah, oh like, god, Jake, you look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> they're, they're, they're both... Both Jake and Jane are looking at his crotch. <laughs> <sighs> Next. Yeah, we thought Dirk would be the most idiot-looking one. Nope. Oh. Uh, but yeah, they're staring down. Yeah, so Dirk and uh, Roxy are staring down the Condacy, and now... Jane and Jake are staring down uh, Jack English. And of course, Dirk and Roxy would fight the Condacy because yeah, she's the one who the fucked future. up their planet. Yep. Next. Uh, this is the most terrifying panel of Holy fuck. Oh my god. I forgot about that. That's terrifying. That's We've we've described it a million times. It's just scarier. Just blood out of the eye sockets. The eyes rapidly changing between 
uh, pool balls. The grin. I think that's the first time we saw, like, the pool balls, like, in actuality. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, true. It's bad. It's... They think it's bad, too. Yeah, Jane and Jake are freaking the fuck out. Uh, Jane As looks they super old now. Huh? Uh, Jane looks super old now. Well, it's Nana. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but, like... Okay, but she's 16. I know, but... Yeah. Like, I, uh, I get that's yeah. probably the look they're trying to evoke, but, man... Yeah, next. Now we're b- going back on, uh... Uh... Is Lomax. Lomax, that would be, uh... Jake? Jake's planet. Uh, and there's a light a- coming out of Stonehenge. Yeah. Next. Oh, it's, a. Uh, his- oh! Oh! It's the fourth wall that he had. It's the fourth wall. There's a crack in it. Yeah. Next. God, yes. There's a hole in it. And now the uh, the four panels that we kept on getting now just look... Are each one of the panels like the of the fourth wall. Yeah. Good. Next. Uh, he launches at them. Yeah. Uh, Jake, or Jake. God, Jack English. Jack. There are too many J's. Listen. Too many yeah. fucking J's. Yeah, too many fucking uh, J's. Jack English. Next. Fuck yes! Fuck yes! Oh, Jade's back. It's Jade! Oh, God. She's in the session. She's here. Uh, she teleports in front of J- uh, Jack. She is not having this. Jack is like, what the fuck? <laughs> Next. She zaps him. Yeah, what is this? Uh, and Jake and Jane are freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Next. Their daughter mom just showed up. This is the coolest... This one on the right where she's zapping is the coolest fucking pose. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and next. Uh, now, Jack English has been teleported to the furthest ring. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, bye, fucker. Like, not even, like, the furthest, furthest ring. Like, like not even the furthest ring. Like, a further ring. Yeah, the further ring. Yes. God. Next. Hi. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This is good. The kids are together now. They're all here. Like, it... I love that, like, it's not, like, a big, like, it's a big moment, but it's not like, oh, all the kids are here now. Mm -mm. It's just, Jade's here. Jade needed to save these kids. Yeah. And Jade needed a moment, really? Yes. Yeah. Man, next. So badass. Uh, so, you will obviously take, uh, Jade. Yeah. Um, I can take Jake and Jade if you want. Yeah, sure, if you want. Are you Jake? Um, yeah. Hi, Jake. I'm Jade. It's nice to finally meet you. Wow. Um, yeah. And you must be Jane. Me? Mm-hmm. Oh, I... Yeah. It's nice to meet you too, Jane. Yeah. So, uh, Jake? 
Oh boy. Also, they're they're meeting their, you know, mom daughter with dog ears. Yeah. Well, grandkid. Grandkid. Yeah. No, grandkid. Yeah. Well, adopted grandkid daughter, <laughs> but also. God. Next. Where are your pants? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> A good question. A great question. Um, I feel like they did a good job making Jade look like she's 16 now. Yeah. Yeah. She, she looks visibly older. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all. Uh, Conacy, spring trap times two combo. Uh, she's messing around with the, uh, both like, you know, the Vriska mind control and the Tavros animal control. Yeah, weird. Weird. Next. Oh. Oh. Oh, she's got Jade. That's bad. Yeah, you know, the person who's, like, got the power of the first guardian. Uh-huh. She looks but mad yeah, now. She's, like, flashing in, like, she's, like, getting, like, darker. Yeah, next. Yeah, oh, she's, she's crashing just, with green sun yeah. energy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Next. Yeah. Remember when, like, Rose went grimdark? This is yeah. basically that for Jade. She went Grimbark. Fuck you. That's that's the official term. I hate it. <laughs> Christ. Next. <laughs> I mean, you're Jade. Fuck you. <laughs> Book. Hmm. <laughs> They that don't know right what to do. <laughs> They're like, oh, we just had a nice moment. Yeah. Next. Uh, she's looking at Jane's house. Yeah. That's which looks a lot hmm. like John's house. Yeah. Next. She's looking inside it. Oh. The tiara. Yeah. Oh. I think she's going to teleport it. Next. Yep. That, uh, that's really cool. Yeah. Finger gun, it shoots it onto Jane's head in two separate panels. Yeah. It's really hard to describe this stuff. It's really cool, though. It's so cool. Next. Oh, shit. She's got, like, circuitry all over her. And she's, like, flashing, like, red and white. Yeah. Uh, next. Obey. Surrender. Consume. Uh-oh. Oh, submit. Consume. Yeah. I mean, it's either way. Yeah. Uh, but she's gone red now. Yes. Next. Obey. Aw, oh, Jake, buddy. You better figure something out quick, huh? And Jade zaps, zaps out. away. Mm -hmm. 
This seems like it went bad. This seems like it went really poorly. Next. Dirk launches himself at Kazi, and she doesn't seem that worried about it. No, and Jake is going away from Jane, and Jane is just, like, prompting it, like, waving her finger to come back. Mm -hmm. She's doing the same thing at the Kazi. Yeah. Uh, next. Aw, oh, jeez. Jade teleports in between them and just socks D Dirk. Yep. And Jane just flies towards Jake and socks him in the chest. Yep. Next. She zaps Dirk. Oh, that's bad. Don't do that. Next. And now he's in the furthest further ring. Oh, man. Next. And now Roxy's trying to get away from Jade. And Jake is hurt. Holding his tummy. Yeah, he's holding his tummy. Next. Jade grabs Roxy. Yeah, Jane grabs Jake. Next. They fly off to Durst. Yep. Yeah, this went really, really this bad. This went real bad. Next. Um, and yeah, like, the Conacy is, like, looking at both of them. Yeah. Next. Yeah, they're just closer now. Yeah, next. Jake seems very scared. Roxy's just kind of like, hmm? Jake what? is crying. Roxy has no idea what's going on. Yeah. Uh, and in Blingy, it says, suckers. Suckers. God. Uh, so, the ship must still be going out of the... Um, we haven't seen John. No. Uh, we haven't seen any of the meteor people. That's still no. that's still in the air. Yes, but if we saw the, like, the hole in the thing, we can maybe assume... The ship is here. The ship is here. Like, we can assume that... We don't that. know where. Yeah, we don't know where it is, but it's here. Jade can teleport wherever she wants because the green sun. Yes. She's back in the session. Yes. Right. End of Act 6, Act 5. <laughs> the Condacy with a cigar, a bunch of boon bucks, and she left a kiss. Uh, and also Shutter Shades. Please and Shutter don't Shades. I'm that. sorry, I forgot the Shutter Shades, and I'm ashamed. You're shudder-shamed? I'm so shudder-shamed. Wowza. Wowzers. That's... Man, that's somewhere to leave off. Yep. Man. Yeah, it went bad. It went... <laughs> we keep saying it, but... Yo, it went really bad. It went really bad. Man. Yikes. Act 6, Intermission 5.